Welcome to the Blondie Beauty Podcast. My name is Mackenzie Judge and I am obsessed with beauty. On my podcast, we'll talk all things beauty industry from products, launches, trends, routines, business, gossip, and so much more. So prepare to get glossed with loads of content. Now let's get into the episode. Hi, you guys. I am so excited to be bringing another episode this week. And this week on the podcast, we have Dr. Dana Stern, who is a board-certified celebrity dermatologist and the founder of Dr. Dana Nails. I am super excited for you guys to hear from her. I feel like this is a very niche category of beauty that we don't dive into too often. So I'm excited for you guys to hear from her. But hi, Dr. Dana. How are you? Hi, Mackenzie. I'm great. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to chat. Me too. Thanks for coming. Tell us a little bit about you and your background and just beauty as a whole. Where did it all start for you? Sure. So I am a board certified dermatologist. And what is unique about my area of expertise is that I specialize in nails. So dermatologists treat skin, hair, and nails. A lot of people don't realize that. Yeah, that's Uh, good. And yeah, so there's just not a lot of us who focus on the treatment of the nail. And so that has kind of become over the years, my corner of the universe, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And um, that just organically, because I was seeing in my New York City office, I am, interestingly, it's the only dermatology office in the US that is entirely focused on nails. Wow. So it kind of just naturally led to the product space and 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 that journey. That's amazing. And yeah, you're right. We don't realize that dermatologists also special in nails. I've never heard of that. I've never thought about that. I feel like when you have a nail issue, you go to your nail spa, but they're not, you know, most of them are not certified in terms of any kind of medical license. They're all cosmetologists. So this is very interesting. How did you get into kind of the niche space of focusing more on nail disorders or nail issues? And, you know, how does that tie into being a dermatologist for you? Do you also focus on other things with the skin or are you strictly nails now? So. I I got into it, interestingly, very early on in my career, I was training at Mount Sinai Hospital in New York City, and my chairman um, knew that New York City really needed a nail expert, and he was kind of looking <laughs> to get somebody um, interested in that space, and he handed me a grant for this research organization called the Council for Nail Disorders. And I had absolutely no interest in nails at that time. (laughs) But um, you know how it goes when when your boss or your superior tells you to do something, you do it. And a lesson that I'm trying to teach my three teenage boys. (laughs) Um, So I applied for this research grant and we received it and ended up doing this kind of breakthrough study on brittle nails that ended up being published in our premier dermatology journal, the Journal of the American Academy of Dermatology. It was all super exciting. And from there, I just really became very focused and everybody at the hospital would send me all of their 
complicated nail cases. So by the time I finished residency, I was, I I started, um, I joined a private practice and I was kind of already known as like the nail person in New York and it just built and built. Um, so yeah, so in New York city, I, my whole practice is nails. I also do practice in the Hamptons, um, which is out on Long Island. And in that practice, I'm definitely more general. Um, I see a lot of nail cases, but um, because of it's a lot more rural out there, um, I end up seeing a much wider variety of dermatology issues in that office. Right. So interesting. And so not only did you get into this very niche space of nails, but also the celebrity space of nails. So tell me how you kind of got into that realm because that's hard to get into in any category, let alone something this, you know, narrowed down. Right. Well, you know, I think most doctors who end up treating a lot of celebrities, it's not like we set out with that goal. Just, you know, my office on Fifth Avenue in New York City is, again, the only dermatology office that is entirely devoted to the treatment of nails. So I do, inherently, I do a ton of press. Um, Vogue called me, you know, the go-to oh, nail yeah. expert, I think is was the wording. And so I've, you know, consequently developed a lot of relationships with so many incredible nail artists. Mm-hmm. Um, so when, you know, in New York, in LA, when celebrities get their nails done, they usually have a nail artist who comes to their house. And so when they see that these celebrities have issues, you know, I'm, I'm their speed dial person. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But that's kind of, you know, how it all, all happens with the celebs. Um, but I'm happy to treat anybody. You don't have to be a celebrity. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to be, but you can be. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, Well, when did you know too, because you also have your own product range. So when did you know you were ready to manufacture your own products? Because that's a whole other business in itself that you're running. It is. It really is. It's, I mean, my career path has been pretty atypical (laughs) in that respect. Um, that also, it was one of those things that I didn't set out to do. You know, I wanted to be an excellent dermatologist and I was passionate about this particular niche area. And what ended up happening was that my patients were coming to me with literally they would come into my office with bags of nail products and Um, what do I do? And this is, this nothing works. And when I started really investigating and kind of doing a deep dive into these products, because I mean, you go to the nail aisle in any, you know, um, drugstore or, you know, even the, the beauty supply stores or Amazon, wherever you buy your products, there's an abundance of nail care. But what was really interesting and kind of just an aha moment for me was that I realized that the formulations were so archaic in comparison to to skincare. You know, we've had this like incredible revolution in how we treat the skin and the ingredients in our products. And in contrast, nail care has always traditionally been so focused on 
the beautification and on and the the what I call cosmetic camouflage. So covering mm-hmm. up the issues rather than really treating mm-hmm. them. Yeah. So I just started, I mean, it sounds crazy now when I when I think about it, when I say it out loud, but I started making products and I had no business plan. It was really just based upon true needs of my patients. And as they say, you know, the necessity is the mother of invention. Um, and that's kind of what happened with me. My my husband called it an expensive hobby at one point, but fortunately it turned into, um, it developed into an actual successful business. And um, yeah, so our brand has had several iterations. We've been acquired by um, two different companies along the way. And um, yeah, so it's been an interesting journey for me as far as, you know, being this clinician, I have a research background as well. And then now the, the more being more of an entrepreneur, which really does, I love and um, the product development process, the, yeah. just everything um, in this space has been really, really just super fulfilling, challenging and um, exciting. Yeah, that's amazing. And what products are in the range? I know you've formulated a range now, but what all can we see and expect from it? Sure. So currently we have a offering that includes our hero product, which is, is, and always has been our hero product. It's called the nail renewal system. We launched the brand originally on QVC with this product and we immediately became a bestseller and were nominated for even a customer choice award. So it it was kind of like a winner out of the gate, which was really just so exciting. Um, And I think it's because of a few reasons. First of all, it's a very unique product because it treats a whole host of very common nail issues such as brittle, um, weak, ridged, peeling, and importantly, gel and acrylic damaged nails. So it's not only treating these issues, but it also beautifies the nail immediately. So the nails after just 10 minutes, you can treat 10 nails in just 10 minutes, the nails are going to appear almost like they look like a clear coat of polish. They're going to finish glossy and shiny and lustrous, really, really fresh, cool look. But I want to emphasize that unlike a lot of treatments, or I'll put treatments in quotes on the market, it's not a polish. So it's, you're never going to have to remove it. It's formulated with very innovative science backed ingredients. Um, And so really in a nutshell, it works um, and it's demonstrable. You'll see the results. You can share your results. Um, You only need to use it once a week. Yeah. So it's, I really had busy you know, working people in mind, very low maintenance, which is awesome. Everyone can use it. There's no excuse. (laughs) Exactly. And it's, it's kind of mess free the way we designed the three steps. So it's something you can use, you know, on the go, if you're, you know, so often I find I'll have an event to go to and I'm 
the la- I look down at my nails and there's just no time to deal. And this is something you could do, you know, in the car, on the subway. Um, you could even do it on a plane. It's yeah. um, TSA friendly. So wow. yeah, it's, it's a really unique product. Um, we have had just tremendous feedback um, all along with this product. And um, yeah, I'm really proud of it. Yeah, that's amazing. This is something I've definitely never heard of or seen anything really similar on the market. So that's really cool. Thank you. Yes. Well, let's kind of circle back to a little bit more of the office talk. What does a client typically come in to see you for? Because I'm thinking like when I think of nail disorders, I think of like, I don't know, (laughs) I think of like hang nails and things like that. But what are you seeing? That's funny. Hangnails, like not hangnails. hangnails happen. I always say hangnails happen, um, especially in cool, dry weather. Um, so I see a really wide variety of nail issues. And I would say I was actually just got off the phone with a patient who I did a nail biopsy on a couple of weeks ago. I was telling him what his results were. I mean, just when I think I've seen it all, I see something new. Um, he happened to have a benign tumor of, believe it or not, the the bone at the tip of his finger, oh which God. was impinging on his nail growth. It's called a subungual exostosis. Pretty unusual. But um, I see anything from infections of the nails, which can include not just fungal, because I think that's what a lot of people think of when they think right. of nails in particular, but you can get bacterial infections from the, um, for the most common cause is disruption to the cuticle mm-hmm. because bacteria can enter the nail unit that way. You can get viral infections of um, the nails. There's also a whole host of inflammatory disorders. So things like psoriasis that, that we classically think of that affect the skin can also affect the nails. Oh, wow. Um, Nail separation, which is called onycholysis, is one of the most common things I see in women. Um, Once we hit the age of 50, our nails are not as adherent to the nail bed. And so something as minor as just cleaning under the nail in a salon with an orange stick can kind of inadvertently lift the nail off the bed. And I see tons of people in New York City, you know, there's like a nail salon on every block. And so everybody's getting manicures, um, trauma, um, people experience lots of nail trauma, toenails, fingernails. Interestingly, nail habits are a big thing. And I almost feel like they're becoming a larger part of my practice. Um, Mm -hmm. biting, picking, you know, obviously there's an anxiety component, but not always. Um, and it can be pretty severe. Um, and it really, we can do a lot with, um, those patients. So if you're one of those and you're listening, um, we do have a lot of success. Um, and then more serious issues such as nail tumors, you can get melanoma of the nail. A lot of people aren't aware of that. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Um, squamous cell carcinoma, which is a common form of skin cancer is the number one, um, malignant tumor of the nail. And then, you know, the list goes on allergies from products, um, issues that occur in the salons. Yeah. I treat fingernails and toenails. So 
<laughs> like this is crazy. You would never yeah. know that there's all these things that could go wrong, but there, there is. Right? I know. It's a pretty comprehensive list. Wow. No, I'm like, I would have never thought. I mean, yes, you think of like infections, hangnails, but then I'm kind of like, that's it, right? No, there's like so many things. That's so crazy. Well, for someone who then is trying to avoid, you know, obviously we want to come see you and we love you, but for someone who doesn't want to come to you for issues, um, what are your top nail health tips? What should people be doing to hopefully avoid the vast majority of all these things? Sure. So I will say that probably the most important thing you can do is to care for the health of your cuticle. People don't realize it, but the cuticle is actually this incredible anatomical membrane, really. It's a seal that that keeps things from entering what we call the nail unit. So I tell my patients, it's it's kind of like the grout between your tiles in your shower. If you didn't have that grout there, water and moisture would enter between the tiles and you can only imagine what would be growing in there. Well, guess what? It's literally the same thing. And when the cuticle is chronically disrupted, meaning aggressively removed, um, water and moisture enters the nail and you get all sorts of mold, yeast, um, and potentially bacterial infections, which, which can be very painful and need to be treated. So I can't emphasize that enough. What that means is you should not aggressively remove the cuticle. If you have a hangnail, which you mentioned, um, absolutely nip it at the base. You don't want to bite it off or pull it off um, because those kinds of maneuvers can result in infections. Um, And then cuticles get dry and they detach and they separate. And that's actually much more common in the kind of weather we're about to have in New York where it's cool and dry. So don't forget to hydrate the cuticle. It's not enough just to do it the day you have your manicure. You really want to do it throughout the week. Yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. Gosh, you never realize that just little things like that can save you from traumatic things. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Those are good. I think, you know, I think most people get lucky, but once you've had an issue, you, you will definitely yeah, then never look out. Bad. Yeah. Crazy. Well, do you have any current favorite cosmetic nail trends? I know that's not really your forte, but because you see so many hands and nails, do you have anything that you're seeing repeatedly that you're loving or anything in the aesthetic field? Sure. Well, I actually am a polish lover. I'm wearing polish right now, as a matter of fact. And I think polish is just a really fun way to change up your look, to Your nails are such an amazing form of self-expression. People are often very surprised when they realize that I'm not, you know, anti everything. (laughs) Um, But um, one of my favorite looks is the, what's called a negative space manicure, where they kind of leave um, a, a portion of the underlying nail exposed in whatever look their their nail artist is creating and 
I just love the fact that it flaunts kind of this healthy underlying now, because obviously similar to the skin, really, you know, your makeup always looks better when your underlying skin is healthy. And, you know, I personally love like more of a natural look with makeup too. Um, And you can only kind of pull that off if you have good underlying skin, right? So Mm -hmm. it's kind of, the same idea with these negative space manicures where you're seeing a window of kind of healthy, nice looking nail um, with a cool design with some color. So that's kind of my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely know what you're talking about. I've seen it's a big trend. I know you're on the East coast. I see a lot of people do it over here on the West coast too. It's, it's definitely a trending vibe going on which we love but is there anything upcoming for you that we should be on the lookout for you your brand the spa anything at all so we have some exciting stuff happening at dr dana nails we have several new products dropping in october Um, yeah so i think um definitely keep an eye out on our various social media platforms, Dr. Dana Nails, where we're really big on TikTok and we'll definitely be doing some deep dives into our new product offerings um, on that platform. So stay tuned. That's exciting. Well, this has been so fun. Thank you so much for coming on. I learned so much, but where can people connect with you and where can they shop the brand? So the our website is Dr. Dana Nails, but if you go to Amazon, you can just type in Dr. Dana and easily find our products. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're interested in just anything nail fact wise, nail education wise, I encourage you to visit our TikTok is Dr. Dana Nails. We have tons of great informative videos. Um, and we'd love, we'd love to um, engage with you there. Amazing. Thank you so much. This was so fun. Thanks so much, Mackenzie. Thanks for tuning in to the Blondie Beauty Podcast. Like what you hear? Don't forget to rate and subscribe for new episodes every week featuring the latest beauty news. Stay glossy until next time. Mwah.